Bangarang, we're in business. It's been a while. Let's have a sip of my beer. <laughs> you always say it's been a while. <laughs> it's seen, always a scene. I'm actually recording in a new room now. No fish tank? No, there is the fish tank. Um, but I, <laughs> the I fish, can't hear it. Well, the fish must hate it because I have to turn off their filter. By the end, they're probably like, you know, submerged in filth. Yeah. I'll definitely be cutting that out. <laughs> I don't think we could have another section oh, on no. the fish filter. The filter's fine. Oh, you mean cut out what? The filter? The chat about the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of fish talk, right? It's that... T- no. <laughs> They're really going to know it's yeah. that time again. Okay. Um, it's that time again, listeners. Another episode of I Don't Have Time to Game Anymore. We're your hosts as always. I'm David Fandalski, and I'm joined as always... By the gaming commander, the outlander. He's a badass mother <laughs> who don't take no crap off of nobody. It's Jay Francis George. <laughs> All right, Jay. Woof, woof, pot dogs. Woof, woof. Woof, woof, indeed. It's been a month. How's it going in the George, L. George household? Because you're, you're a bit of a gamer nowadays. I was thinking, I'm not even sure I you... Know. You don't meet the criteria to run this podcast anymore. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. I am very firmly in the criteria, having still, um, I'm still on Doom. <laughs> I'm still playing Doom. <laughs> That's how much little time I've got to game anymore. I still play Doom. Uh, Doom Eternal, mind you. Um, but I'm still. Yeah, not, not the 1990s no, one. <laughs> no, but I feel like I've been. Well, there was the original as well. 2016. Yeah. But I definitely meet the criteria, but you, um, your, your credentials are a bit more sketchy because you've been playing a lot of games recently. You know what? It's partly because if I didn't, you know, because I've got a PS5 and I could make a lot of money off it if I was like, you know, a scalper or whatever they call them. A <laughs> scalper. Yeah, that's what they call them. Uh, yeah. so, so I feel like if I don't make use of it, then I'm sort of cheating myself out of money. So that's part of the reason why I'm now playing quite a lot. Yeah. And there's been a lot of good game releases recently. Um, It's been one of those things. I wonder whether it'll be the same next gen now where they're getting all the upgrades from last gen. So they're remastering. Because I remember that was only really a thing, like last generation, because we got like The Last of Us 1 remastered, didn't we? That's right. Never used to be a big thing. But now it seems to be like they're remastering everything. Yeah, to me, um, all these remastering of games feels a bit like... Um, there's a chocolate bar in the UK like, called Whisper, which is a good chocolate bar, don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't even know if Whisper, is Whisper's still knocking around over there, Jay? Whisper's, Whisper bars? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. And then, you know, all of a sudden Whisper Gold comes out with the caramel in the middle. How much have you thought about this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true, right? You know, now you've got, you know, it's still Whisper. It's still, you know, you don't mind having a Whisper, but the extra caramel in the middle is just, it, it sort of elevates... I'm going to go a bit further with your metaphor, Dave. Yeah. It's like you've never tried a whisper before and then whisper <laughs> of gold comes out. That's what it's like. Wow. Because a lot of these games, I haven't played these games on the last generation. So right. it's like having never tried a whisper before and then <laughs> someone sticks a whisper gold under your nose. Yeah. You have a sniff. Yeah, right. And then you gobble it up. Right, right. And maybe in the middle of the whisper gold, there's, there's a cream egg as well. So it's like a... Well, the, the joke would be on me because I hate cream eggs. <laughs> Well, maybe the cream egg was, um, you've played, actually played one or two. You weren't as, I would say, 
big on, I suppose, as, as some of the reviews um, led you to believe. I'm thinking of Control. I'm thinking of um, Jedi. Was it Fallen Jedi Knight? What is it? Fallen Jedi Order? Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. You know what? It's one of those things now where I've never felt it before, but with Jedi Fallen Order, I just feel like I don't like the developer. I don't like Respawn games because I played Titanfall 2 previously to that and I didn't like that either. I just feel like I don't like their games. Yeah, I, I I have to commend you, though, for your dedication in, like, I still feel like sometimes I have an issue where, like, if you're a little bit into the game, feeling the need to complete it rather than just stop and say, ah. just admit to yourself, it's going to be a waste of time if I carry on with this and I don't really, I'm not really into it. It's a lot easier when the games are free. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> well, you got that, um, you got that deal, didn't you, for Jedi, the 99p thing? Yeah, I signed up to the EA Access deal. But um, I, there's so many other good games around at the moment that I feel right. like it's quite easy to... A game has to really catch me now for me to play it. Right. You're my canary down the mine. I've died a few times yeah, now. You've, you've died a few <laughs> times. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking, you know, because I'm getting real close to finishing Doom Eternal. And I, I know I say it every week, but that... I've mentioned it a few times, but that shotgun... Honestly, now it's gone from one of my favourite weapons in the game, the shotgun with, with the hook shot on. I'm laughing to myself as I hookshot them and like, you know, I get closer and closer and, they, and I know what's coming, a big shock into the face. <laughs> it's great. No, great game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, so you're gaming a lot. I'm not gaming much apart from Doom Eternal. And obviously we've got the Halo sessions. They're just a standard. They're like, um, yeah, they're like your hierarchy of needs. They're your basic needs for us. Your Halo. <laughs> and that actually leads me on to my first news story. I mean, it's one of the only topics that we have in-depth knowledge on <laughs> i don't want you know to, to, to listeners <laughs> did you see they've just released i think a few days ago some new um they actually done a few interviews with the the people who who were behind making the game and they've mm-hmm. released a few new picks as well did you see the new picks well i sent them to you so yeah <laughs> did you <laughs> yeah i did so i sent you the link have you got them now in front of you do you want to uh yeah i know what they look like they look good they look good i feel like this is what it should have looked like in the showcase uh in july i think it was they've they've definitely um come a long way remember i think last time on the on the podcast we mentioned maybe after they released the the trade that you know i think i can't remember what event it was at but they released it and people were sort of like taking the piss out of the graphics a bit and we said the whole thing like gates came down and, and give them what for. And it's, it looks like it's- <laughs> he always does. <laughs> I, just, I just imagine it. You didn't tell the listeners that because they would have guessed. Yeah, in, in sort of like in my mind, they, you know, he gets a phone call. They tell him the game's looking a bit ropey and he starts by just rolling up his sleeves. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> just driving to the office that he's no longer a part of. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he always he always he always um, <laughs> smashes the gates in just to, just he doesn't wait for him to open the gates. Um, no gates doesn't need gates. <laughs> but yeah, so it's looking really good. They've actually divulged the story to the the listener. They don't know what's gone on. They've released new screenshots, right? So for the listener, they've released new screenshots of Halo Infinite in development. Yeah, but this time they actually look good. They look good. Right. And one of the lead designers, um, Justin Dingies, <laughs> apologies if that's... <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> and then, 
think I think you should just call him Justin. I don't, you've just murdered his last name. Yeah, Justin Dingies. Um, it was saying um, in the interview that the, the partnered the screenshots. We wanted to take this new adventure back to its roots and create a visually uh, pleasing experience that doesn't overwhelm with unnecessary complexity. Um, where readability and clear artistic composition prevail. He's basically saying, reading between the lines, he wants something that isn't like grounded in sort of like photorealism. You know, like some games are like go, go for the super realistic graphic, and Halo isn't about the super no real, real, it's realism. Definitely, the it's definitely a fantasy element to it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, I think we all know going back to the first game is not a bad idea. No. Especially if they want to do it open world. Right. The problem before was they just weren't really pushing the Series X. Yeah. I think it just wasn't impressive last time. But now it, it looks like they've got it under control. It gives me a little um, feeling of, of Breath of the Wild in that, like you said, you can go wherever. And he, he even says, one of the lead designers, um, John Mulkey, <laughs> says... Um, <laughs> Um, enemy strongholds can be approached from any direction and there, and there are many options available for how you take the challenges at hand, which sort of leads me to believe a bit Far Cry-y in a, in a little way. But the way it looks and also the, the introduction of the, um, the grapple shot, which is like the grapple hook, I, I don't know if there's going to be like more verticality to the levels as well due to, due to having that, that grapple shot feature. Like, I think it definitely opens a whole new sandbox. That seems to be the trend. Sandbox of, yeah, like like I said, like a Breath of the Wild. Like, it's just going to open it up a bit more and not be so linear. Um, and I think it's going to be a definitely... A, like, it's got me thinking about the campaign, about doing the campaign, especially if you can do it co-op. Because <laughs> you don't normally. No, but more so than if it was just the same as, as, it, as it has been for the past few Halos. So, looking good. It must be... When's it coming out? Like, November now? I wouldn't be surprised if they pegged it near Christmas. It right. seems normal. Right. Along with a price drop. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a price drop with the Series X as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, my search now. Because. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say that that would be the thing that would probably tempt me. Like, uh, there's no regrets not having it launched now, considering what's happened. Um, so I think to dangle the, the fruit in front of me again would be to drop the price and bring out a banging game. Yeah. I think that would be good. Uh, the other story uh, this month I wanted to chat to you about, and I know we've talked about it, we've went back and forth about um, this particular news story, but I think it's a bit of a trend in the industry. Um, there's been a few mm-hmm. few hints and, you know, rumours going around. And like that guy in um, Inglorious Bastard says, he, he loves rumours, doesn't he? And then he shoots them all into the floorboards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember that bit, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he loves rumours. Dying Light 2 has been delayed indefinitely. Uh, me and you have played indefinitely. Dying... I didn't know it was indefinitely. Indefinitely, there's a lot of a lot of issues going on. That's not the story, but I know me and you did play Dying Light One. We sort of like liked it with the the, the Parker, but it got a bit repetitive after a bit. Anyway, um, the main meat of the story is there's been a few little rumblings as to why it's been delayed and why there's been delay after delay. And it's um, apparently there's a report done by um, I guess there's some sort of gaming body called the gamer i'm not i'm not too sure <laughs> self-certified to me <laughs> the gamer okay. <laughs> yeah knock on the door oh yeah we're fit here from the the gamer <laughs> you must have heard of us <laughs> 
is who who is who makes Techland. Techland is the is the studio. Like I imagine they have a big like um office in like London or whatever, and they like knock on the door. Who is it? It's the it's the gamer. <laughs> it's the gamer made up the name on the spot. <laughs> yeah. What are you here for? Oh, I got to do one of those. Yeah, we we doing a rep- or dip. What? Or dip. <laughs> Oh yeah, he said pause it. He said pause it. No, 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 no more technical problems. No, pause it, pause it. Um, but they said apparently they done some sort of report. I'm surprised Tackling let them in to do this report, but I guess it was from afar. And basically, they're saying there's been a lot of workers, anonymous workers, obviously, saying um, there's a lot of issues that centre around the CEO. And again, I uh, apologies for this. I've heard this just so many times. This kind of shit. Carry right. on. Right, the CEO, I'll call him out, Pawel Machuka. Where's he from? I'm guessing Poland. It sounds very Polish. Um, I could be wrong, listeners, so, you know, let us know if I am. Oh, that's, that's a bit boring to tweet us. <laughs> You're wrong, David. You're wrong, David. <laughs> it's the first tweet we get. You're wrong. <laughs> it's Czech. <laughs> You're, You're wrong. ignoramus, David. <laughs> it's pronounced Pawel Machuka. Um, so they're basically saying how he's created some sort of toxic environment. And I feel like, I feel like I've heard many stories about oh, the game. They're all toxic like, environments. I feel like all the CEOs are knobs apart from, you know, Miyamoto. And he's just, you know, I know he's not really a drunk. I know sometimes you said it in the past, but he seems a nice guy. <laughs> Could be wrong. Based be on wrong. nothing. <laughs> it's based on the games he produces. He seems like a good guy. No, but could he, he can't be a bastard if he creates Mario and stuff, right? I don't know. So, like, well, John Lasseter from Pixar is was uh, fired from hugging people. You can't okay. say, "Oh, just because okay, he made so, Toy Story." Okay. So. I take it back. Then the jury's still out on my vote. So. He's <laughs> <laughs> very suspicious. <laughs> the jury's still out. I'm afraid, my Omoto. Um, so this guy is creating a toxic environment. Apparently, the gamer will be knocking on your door. <laughs> But like we said, there's been a lot of this in the industry. I remember not just about like CEOs, but like, do you remember like Rockstar was accused of really working their team to the ground and like working ridiculously yeah, long hours? But, well, that was recent with, with Cyberpunk as well, with uh, Project Red, CD Project Red. They yeah. got really rinsed because they went back on it, didn't they? They said, oh, we're not going to overwork people. And then they did. But whose fault is that? Is that, is that to do with the, the Sonys and Microsofts who are saying the game needs to come out at this time? I think there's a lot of pressure on people in the creative industry. So, for example, it's the same with uh, movies as well. I, I think you just get worked to the bone. Yeah. I know Cyber, um, I think CD, CD Project Red said the game, they've, they've admitted that it wasn't really ready and they would have liked a bit of extra time to iron out all the bugs. And now, now it's been released. There has been a lot of bugs, especially with the current gen. They're Polish. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a, there's a thriving Polish community in mm. the gaming world. But apparently the, the thing with Dying Light 2 is it gets a bit hazy because the CEO, Powell, the HR department is led by his wife. <laughs> so, you know, if, if you go to HR, you're supposed to go, oh, you know, you say Powell's been a bit of a bastard. You know, he's, he's, he's working you to the bone. He's shouting at you and stuff. And you, you go complain. You know, it's his wife you're complaining to. They definitely need to be audited. Yeah, like you go there. Is this this is in confidence, right? She's like, yes, it is. And then she like calls him straight away. Powell, love, love. He's <laughs> saying your shit. And then she presses the button, and the chair goes backwards. <laughs> like in Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Shark Tank below. 
<laughs> as they're like flaring in the shark tank, the, the gamer is like hanging around like on the ceiling asking him questions. What was the work environment like? Was it rubbish? Yeah. Is it toxic? Is it toxic? <laughs> playing, he's playing Britney Spears toxic in the background. <laughs> um, another one, I tell you what, another one, Rocksteady got in trouble as well. You know Rocksteady that made uh, the bar, uh, Barkham? <laughs> all, all these dogs <laughs> the fuck, all these the crazy dogs the dogs have gone nuts and the- <laughs> was, that's quite good the Barkham Asylum <laughs> Batman and the Arkham yeah. Asylum series that'd be one of those things Powell probably says love I love that <laughs> you know, I, I love I love it I love that I love that idea all of good ideas he's like nah, that's rubbish you're fired Shark Tank him up <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, rock, so rock, rock steady, rock steady, rock steady. Rock steady. Rock steady. They had problems with because uh, their development team are actually based in London. I didn't realise. Oh. They had the same kind of problems, like toxic work environment. <laughs> and I, no, I think what happens is, I think <laughs> the gamer. The, yeah, it's always the the men get a bit latchy, right? Yeah, they do get a bit latchy. They get a bit latchy, and then there's sexual harassment cases. Yeah. Okay. So Techland, sort your shit out. Powell, fire your wife. And then maybe the game will come out eventually because Dying Light, it is a Dying Light, right? The, the game's not coming out. You can't just... Co- <laughs> oh, the irony. <laughs> you can't just continually make a game forever unless you're Alan Wake. <laughs> you can. God, I love mm. that game, Alan Wake. I love Alan Wake. Same people that made Control. Yeah. Okay, so just a few little extra stories now just to, before we finish the show, I'm afraid. Did you know Konami, you know Frogger, right? The old school... Very old yep. school. Yep. Never really properly played it. No, I, I never bit. played it. I don't probably know what Konami are doing nowadays, but or Metal Gear, maybe. I don't know. But um, no, that's be- that's before Kojima left. Yeah, Kojima but... left, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, sorry to interrupt, but I just saw this. Do you know Kojima? Kojima Studios. Now he has. Yeah. Um, they were developing an- another horror game for um, Google Stadia, and that got canned as well. Isn't Google isn't Google Stadia canned as well? Like I feel like that's gone. No, right? what happened? What happened? Well, I see I've got the lowdown on this. They let go of their internal teams. So their their internal teams that were developing games they let go of. So I think they're still hoping to make a thing of it, but they've just let go of anyone making internal exclusive games. So uh, okay, so that's... it was enough for me not to buy a Google Stadia, put it that way, but it's still got a pulse. I was never ever tempted to buy a google stadia they were cheap enough though i mean it was the, if it had worked decently apparently using google stadia is one of the best ways to play cyberpunk oh, well there you go listeners if you are if you are thinking of playing cyberpunk mm. get yourself a google stadia apparently konami though going back to topic are turning frogger into a game show why um if, if you had to guess the type of game show what would you it would be one of those batshit crazy Japanese game shows <laughs> where they have to like they probably have to like jump on lily pads and fall in the water and everyone's scrambling around like ninnies. <laughs> like ninnies. Um, so uh, not that it makes any difference, but it's been filmed in Australia and it's an obstacle course where um, you have to dodge treacherous traffic, leap over snapping gators and hop over hungry hippos. Now, I'm assuming the gators and the, the hippos aren't really alive. Do you know what I mean? Or, or there's a net between them. That would be good. Has anyone ever stepped up to the mantle of who was the who was the gator guy that died? 
He got hit in the heart by a, oh, um, by a Steve, um, Steve Irwin. Did anyone ever step up to the plate to take over his, his gator catching? Bear Grylls, right? Probably the biggest comparison. But he doesn't catch anything. He just sort of like lives in the wilderness, doesn't he? Like if Steve Irwin was alive and he was on this game show, if they fell into the gator water, he could maybe like, you know, stun them before they even try to attack anyone. <laughs> I wouldn't like to be the insurance on that show. <laughs> So what what safety precautions have you got? What safety precautions? And they don't say anything. They just like slide over a picture of Irwin. (laughs) I I think that that show needs to be audited by the game. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's going to be a very toxic environment. Um, But, you know, obviously there's obstacle courses. But the winner will walk away with a huge cash prize. Yeah, that's a bit nondescript. How much? Uh, I don't know. It's just as huge. So I don't know. So you know, watch out. Maybe I'll give it a go. Maybe I'll try and go go there. The other two quick two stories I wanted to get your thoughts on quickly before we wrap up. Um, the Doom Eternal director. Um, it's, it's the name of this is a nice easy. I like this guy Hugo Martin. Nice easy name. This was a. It's actually a Doom related story. He's talking about the potential of having a Doom uh, protagonist. And he's just talking about how if he did go down the lines of of having a female doom protagonist and it's interesting i like his i like his um spirit he's saying if he did do one for the new doom game be easy. which i hope they do the, they just switch no, out the character not, model he's saying it's not going to be just a skin he says he's going to take a lot of thought into it and how it would impact the gameplay he said he would want it um like how they would interact with glory kills uh the different weapons the different fighting style the aggression of the character it's good that he's thinking about it there does need to be more female characters in games. Like, I'd be up for playing a badass female Doom Slayer. You know, she could have more glory kills, like, you know, steps on their balls. Uh, just as bad. Just as bad. What do you mean, just as bad? She's still got to kill. She's still got to kill. No, no, the, I don't um, mean pain wise. I mean, you know, like sexual um, stereotypes. Yeah, I guess, but. Well, she would it, surely she would just do the same things. Like she's not going to cry when she kills someone, or you know. What would no, you, I, I think don't... he just. I th- I think he just means. I get what he's coming from. To be fair, me and Hugo would. I guess what the the movement is. It's still going to be a little bit. Yeah, different, but this right? is just general. This is just general stuff. The, the, okay, so the, the Doom you... character itself doesn't have any personality anyway. So I, I don't understand. There doesn't so need to if... be consideration. If Hugo's listening, Jay said, just whack a, whack, whack a new skin. Whack a new skin on it, and it. The, and it's the Doom character is nondescript, so it doesn't really. I appreciate, you know, the token thought, but I don't yeah. really understand what he's getting at. Okay, last story, Jay. The creator of Way Out, Joseph Fares, which we still haven't played. No, uh, I, I, we, do, it is on our sort of hit list, but Halo always seems to sneak its way in. But did you know he's created? I think you actually brought this game to my attention. It takes two. A, co- a new yeah, co-op platform. Looks really good. Looks really it's good. La- launching on all uh, next-gen consoles and last-gen consoles on March the twenty-six, and he's actually he's come on record saying, "I, you know, I say he's come on record. Surely this isn't. He's not going to do this." He said, "In I quote him, he'll give you one thousand dollars if you get bored of it. It takes two. Marketing gimmick." <laughs> well, he's definitely not going to honor that. <laughs> I didn't even know how you could honor it. You write to him, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm bored. 
<laughs> he gets little notes. But we'll give you a thousand dollars if you get bored of our podcast. <laughs> Rubbish. <laughs> Twaddle. Twaddle. Because he said he was annoyed that um he done a he done a survey about his game a way out and only um fifty one percent of players uh, finished. The I game. saw him. Yeah, I saw him raging about this. The problem is, it's the reality of modern day gaming. A lot like. You know how in the music industry now, people don't really consume albums too much? I do, but most people don't. They consume yep. singles. The people in the music industry are upset about that because they want people to treat it as an art form. Well, it's the same in the gaming world. You know, there's too much choice is, is the problem. Yeah. I've definitely noticed, for example, that I get annoyed playing like eight out of 10 games now. I, I want to play a 10 out of 10. I, I, I don't have time for eight out of 10. Well, that's a classic uh, motto of our, you know, I don't have time to game anymore. Like, we don't have time to play the 8 out of 10s. That's why I'm using you as the canary for the Jedis and the and the controls and stuff. Like, it needs to be that side of excellent for me to push that button. Because Last like you said, I've, I've... Last of Us 2, 10 out of 10. Yeah, I'll do that next, I think. I mean... Also, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And like you said, having that having that courage to say no when when you find it shit. A few, a few um, hard. hours it's in. Hard, yeah. yeah, you really. <laughs> a you have to walk away. <laughs> Don't walk away. I'm walking away. I'm afraid, listeners, we've come to the end. It's been a great old discussion, as always. With um... <laughs> is it? Is it? It has. It has. It has. It's been a good episode with my mate Jay George. <laughs> Um, sorry about the technical issues, listeners. Well, you don't need you can... to apologise because I'll cut no. it out. You no. don't need to do that. <laughs> Ignore me then. Ignore me. But, um, you know, we will be back next month as always. Um, I hope you um, listen in and I hope you enjoy our content. Um, Jay, how can they um, get in touch with us? They can tweet us. <laughs> tweet us. We've never had a tweet yet, but you can tweet us at IDH. <laughs> IDH TTGA. It's really easy to remember. It's just the initials of the show. And they can review us. Again, we've had like one review uh, at <laughs> just on the iTunes store. <laughs> five star, please. That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Okay. Um, and that's all from me, uh, Pod Dogs. I'll see you next month. Bye bye. Bye.